My name is Ellie Curley and I'm with Platoon 24. I came in to retreat this year um, really not looking forward to it. I was disappointed and grieving the loss of our in-person retreat and just the change. I knew, I knew what retreat was going to be. I had watched my friends go through, I had seen platoon after platoon after platoon get to experience the mountaintop. And I really honestly had a pity party that I didn't get to. So I hung out in my garage, um, fully participated, but really did not expect the Lord to show up um, the way he would on the mountain. Um, and I was really, really wrong, so wrong. Within the first five minutes of the first day, the Holy Spirit showed up in a way I hadn't felt in a really long time. The Lord showed me how numb I had become this year and then just after a long, frustrating battle with some health things, I just wasn't feeling anything anymore. In five minutes of our retreat and the first workout, the Lord just said, you're fully alive. Be fully alive. And He lifted this huge weight off of me. Um, and I felt like myself, I felt like I could breathe, I felt like I could feel what was going on around me, good and bad. And I knew that this experience, although it's not what I wanted, it's exactly what the Lord had for me. And He wanted me alone. He wanted me to Himself. And I just, I encourage you, if you're on the fence, if you're on the fence about doing Platoon 26, and signing up because it doesn't look like you had expected, especially if you're like me and you've been watching and waiting. If He's calling you, do it. The Lord has really big things for you on the other side of your yes. The Lord brought the mountaintop to my desert, and I know He can do the same thing for you. There is a ripple effect in the kingdom when we step out in obedience and every act of obedience, and it's not just about you. It's what God wants to do through you and in the kingdom, and I know it's really big things. So I would encourage you, say yes, sign up. It may not look like you expected, but God will meet you. He met me, and I know He wants to do it again. All right, everyone. You just heard a testimony from Ellie about her experience in going through our most recent class of instructor training, uh, which was our first ever online training. I'm telling you, this is the gift for us that COVID has brought. And I, I do believe, I hate the loss and what we're having to go through, but this is how God brings good out of something so not good. <laughs> and we are inviting you to join our next class. It is enrolling right now. And so I say this to you because there is a battle for which you were born. And if your body has been part of that battle, feeling at home in your body, feeling connected and well in your thinking in relationship to your physical existence here on planet Earth. <laughs> and who hasn't, if you ask me? Then this training is going to disciple you to fight the battle the right way. Listen, we call them platoons because love is war and there is a battle to be fought but we have got to know how to fight and who to fight, right? This training will set you free in heart, mind, soul, and strength. There's a deeper inner work to be done. 
It's one thing to receive information on a Saturday, on a Sunday, read your Bible. It's all real good, but there is a deeper work to be done. And it happens when you get outside your comfort zone. And I know for some of you, getting outside your comfort zone in this way with your body, with your mouth, with your mind, it is seems too big and maybe too good to be true. But I'll tell you what, God is big and he is this good. So start getting enrolled now because if you enroll now, you will save $200 off. You get early bird deadline pricing and that closes. Um, we will That will stop on January 19th, you guys. So by January 19th, if you're not signed up, you will not get the extra $200 off. Uh, we start on February 2nd. Class starts February 2nd. You will join either a Tuesday or Thursday class. We hope you can come live. If you can't, then of course, you will be able to do the online training at home. And then we culminate the whole experience with a virtual retreat online for um, from April 8th to 11th. And we do ask that you would be there, that you set aside the time to come through with us live. Yeah, all the virtual retreat experience, it just blew my mind. We're still getting testimonies of how the Lord showed up. Of course, we prefer face-to-face, -face, but I am not going to be in the Lord's way of getting people free, because as they get free and stay free, they set others free. So swipe up on the show notes, download a packet, and do get a new packet because um, they do change in some details every time. So if you've downloaded one before, maybe download again, get into the Zoom calls that um, our enrollment advisors are doing. Um, it's in those Zoom calls that you get a little more community is there, other people with maybe the same questions or same concerns. Um, our enrollment advisors, they're just, they're really just prayer warriors for you. And they are for you to be here because they too have encountered the love of God in this very unique way. All right. So the deadline, you guys, um, for that, again, signing up, we will close our instructor training. Um, starts on February 2nd, and then I actually, I don't know the close dates. Well, I won't say it's closing, but we start by February 2nd, so just know that. Um, and then we do have a scholarship called a fellowship scholarship, and that deadline for that application, if you're someone um, who it is a financial constraint for you to come through training, apply for our fellowship uh, scholarship. And that deadline is Friday, December 18th. So that's real soon, you guys, real soon. Um, so let us know because we don't want anything to hinder you from the freedom that the Lord has for you. Okay, looking forward to seeing you in the next class. We have a revving the word for you today. And guess what? We're going to do the work. Talk to you guys soon. Peace. Getting the playlist going in three, two, one, play. All right, everyone. <laughs> Take a deep breath. Inhale. Exhale. Guess what? <laughs> Guess what we're going to do today? We're going to do the work. <laughs> yes, we are. I'm going to wrap up. I don't know about wrap up. This is an ongoing conversation between you and the Lord. And honestly, it fires me up. Because you are God's workmanship created for good works. That's good news. 
You are God's poem. That word workmanship, it's a poem. You are poetry in motion. Yeah, so today, God, thank you. Thank you that your eye is on us right now, and you are delighted to see us, to be with us. We're moving, breathing, having our being in you, God. So we invite you now. Come on in. Have your way. Use this movement session for refreshment in us. Heal us. The rock of offense so that we would be free to walk upright in the call and the good work that you have for us today. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, everyone, scale of one to ten. Um, today, you're just going to get comfortable and hold it, but it's work, comfortably uncomfortable, not, no intervals, no high intensity moments, I'm not going to come at you with those, if you want one, before you do it, I'm going to ask you, if you could ask yourself why, it's really the best part of what we do, you get to figure out if you are being led by the spirit or your flesh. Honestly, if that is all I do with you each week, is help you to sort through yourself and figure out what's of God and what's of your old created self, your old nature, then I've done my job. (laughs) Because once you know, you can't not know. And you know that the yoke of the spirit is easy and the burden is light let's move from that today because that's where the work gets done friends from the spirit all right i'm going to read from oh goodness I'm going to have to look up the verse. I'll look it up. I copy and pasted the verse, but I, the address, I think I cut it off. I'll figure it out before we end today. But this is the word of the Lord. Ready? Some of you might even know it. It's called Israel's Unbelief, starting in verse 30. And I'll figure out the book and the chapter. It says, what shall we say then? that Gentiles who did not pursue righteousness have attained it, that it is a righteousness that is by faith, but that Israel, who pursued a law that would lead to righteousness, did not succeed in reaching that law. Why? Because they did not pursue it by faith, but as if It were based on works. That's a really important message right there. That it is possible to do a work 
based on work. But your work comes through faith. Faith. God has called you here. You are moving your body through space and time. Because faith. You have the faith for this. Go ask a six-month-old if they have faith for this. No. They have no experience of it. They have no cognitive ability for it. But scripture says, God created man upright to stand up and make a move. So today, we're going to continue this conversation about doing the work. Little quick review. First part, we talked about there's a work to be done through you. And that's where the war comes. The minute you start to do the work, you start to do the work. Not think about it. There's a little bit of a battle when we think about the work. But it's in the doing that you would dare to speak the truth, share the truth, take a step of faith. Hey, that's when the war is on. What are your choices? Come on, the fact that you are compelled towards it, the fact that you have hope for it, it's a God thing. Come on. Here's how do you know if your work is a God thing? Will it produce more heaven on earth? More love, more joy, more peace, more patience. Oh, that's a hard one. That's where we got to work on it because we want the work to be completed today. No. If it's a work that's going to produce more fruit, more patience on the earth, you're going to have to be patient. Is it a work that will produce more kindness? I pray this is kind to you. More goodness on the earth. Will it push back darkness? Will it push back darkness? Will it deal with a lie? Come on. Then it's a work to be done. And that is not going to go anywhere. It's going to show up day after day, inviting you into it. Okay. Then last week, we moved our body and talked about this secret weapon of doing work. That you've got to do it right? That you eat the fruit of the labor of your own hands. And that if you're having a hard time bringing about results, because that's what work means, to bring about a result. And you're doing the work, but you're feeling like you're getting nowhere. That is not anymore an attack on the work, because you're already doing the work. It's an attack on who you are now. You, you know, all... The enemy has circular arguments. He goes nowhere. He cannot come to higher reasoning. 
He cannot lead you out of the valley of the shadow of death. All he does is chase his tail, circles around the drain. If he can get you convinced that you don't have what it takes, that you are less than, that you are the tail and not the head, then you won't even start the work. But see, then the minute you start the work and you're not seeing the results that you're hoping for, he's no longer attacking the work because you're doing the work. Now he's back to attacking who you are. <laughs> okay, so when you get to that point, what are we going to do? Well, of course, we got to remember who we are. We're going to come back to our first love. What got us off the couch in the first place? What got us to pick up the pen in the first place? What got us to sign up for the class in the first place? Right? And when that happens, when that happens, <laughs> you can bet a little bit of turbulence. So you come back to remembering who you are. Now, this is the final, this will seal the deal. Because I have found, this is coming off of real-time teaching for you guys. Because I was stuck in some stinking thinking, even though I was doing the work. And you know what got me to rise up as bold as a lion? Ha! I have a burden. I have a burden. I pray today that I would light your fire inside of you, that you will burn with a burden. First, you know you are called and you know you are loved. And so you're showing up to do the work, but keep the fire of your burden burning. So let me give you, so this is where we might go back to well, it's God. God's my burden. Yeah, okay. I'm going to agree with that. Yes. But guess what? He's showing you something. You have seen something that is injustice. It's not right. And that's why he's calling you to the work. He's building something. Something that can be seen on the earth. So I ask you this. And I'm going to have you meditate for a bit and move. First of all, do you have a burden? And I know you're, it's like saying, what's your favorite book? The Bible. Okay. I know you have a burden for God. Otherwise you wouldn't be here. But let me ask you this. Who is the person you are called to serve in this season? And it can't be everybody. That's why social media is a setup. It gets us tossed about in a sea of other people's callings. You have been called to serve a specific person in need. <laughs> they probably look a little like yourself or have gone through some same things as you or maybe they look like someone you love that you lost. Someone who didn't get free, who didn't know what you know and feel what they felt. They didn't know how to come to themselves, but you do. So who is the person you are called 
to serve in this season? What are they doing right now? What's their hurt, right? Because we're here to solve problems. We are, each one of us is a solution to a problem. Yes, God is the ultimate. Remember, he puts us on like gloves. He clothes himself in us <laughs> to go be about the Father's business. So who or what do you see on the earth that lights you up? And here's saying, like Moses, it might light you up to where you get angry. You get really upset. You don't like it. Okay? Notice that. It's okay. God can take that anger and turn it into a holy righteousness. God can. Have a burden. Holy Spirit, we're asking you now to show us who is the person we are called to serve in this season of our life. What do we burn for that would glorify our Father in heaven with our good works? Who is it, God? Show us, Holy Spirit. unpack this. Some of you are going to need to go home and take some notes after you can replay this. First of all, is it a he or a she primarily or is it a both? But remember, you cannot be all things to everybody specific. So is it a he or a she? Uh-huh. I'm going to stick with the pronoun of she. Brothers, don't back out if you feel called to the men. And I'm not here to say, listen, I, Revelation Wellness is not a women's ministry. It's a ministry to the sons and daughters. But I am aware that it is primarily, teaching itself is primarily a female populated place. Teaching in terms of vocation. <laughs> dealing with the children <laughs> tends to have been a woman's job, but it is not limited to a woman's job. And if anything, God is raising us all up again to start as children. Start over. Come back. Come home to me. Let's get a new home life. Let's get a new atmosphere. So is it a he or a she? And now I ask you this. Ask the Holy Spirit. I'm going to ask you, and then you ask the Holy Spirit. How old is she? Give it a range. Job. What is she doing right now? 
stand up in this place. Be specific. What is she doing? See her activity? I want you to right now see her hands, her body. See the expression on her face. Holy Spirit, help us. What's the expression on her face? What is she saying to other people? with her time what kind of things what kind of things does she do with her time how does she spend her energy I encourage you, you can go further. I've done a lot of external cues and prompts for you. How old is she? What does she look like? It's things that can be seen. Get specific in that person. Now, let's move. The Holy Spirit's here to help us into the unseen place. What is she feeling? What is she feeling? you to talk out loud. Use your words. What is she thinking? Go ahead, let it rip. Go ahead, turn the light on. again like I said you guys come back I bet there's more do this one again do this podcast save it for when you get lost in the sea 
of what feels like unfruitful work, when it seems or it appears that you're not bringing about a result. Now I'm not done. We left off with what she was thinking. Here we go, ready? Now it's gonna get real personal. Holy Spirit, help us. What is she wanting? What is she desiring? What burns inside of her? What burden burns inside of her? Don't make it pretty. We're not looking for Hallmark cards. We're not trying to paint lipstick on a pig. We need honesty. It's the truth that sets us free. What is she dreaming, wanting, desiring? Let's focus on that one. I, I kind of let the cat out of the bag because I wanted you to focus on wantings and desires because those things are like fish on a dock. They flip around. They're out of water. They find their air in the oxygen of heaven. Wants and desires find real life breathing in the atmosphere of heaven. If we are not in the spirit, it's like a fish on the dock flipping around. Wants and desires, needs, wants and desires and needs. And then we place things on other people. If they would, then I will be. If they knew, then I could. Ifs and thens in that place of desires. Get, get up in the business of their burden. Now, I ask you, Holy Spirit, what are they dreaming for? What would a reckless hope hope for for them? What is it that they were made for, desire to dream about, that it draws them near to you because apart from you, nothing is possible? Show us the dreams of the dreamers, God. guys I just gave you like a marketing 101 class that you would have paid perhaps a lot of money for this is how you have these lists of things they're thinking they're feeling that they're doing filling their time with I don't even ask you what are they eating but they don't matter because the kingdom is not about eating or drinking but righteousness peace and joy that's what they're wanting. That's the burden. All of us. We want righteousness. We want to know that we're right in right standing, that we're accepted, that we belong. Righteousness. That we're not crooked. 
that we're not shamed. <laughs> he made us upright. It's the picture of righteousness. Upright, lift your head, O gate. Lift. So, then peace and joy. Come on. The whole world is saying, I want some of that. But we don't get it without righteousness. That's why you're here. This is the flame that burns in you. That's why you can't do fitness the same way. You can't do food the same way. You can't do finances the same way. We don't do that anymore, is the cry of the righteous. All right, so here's my key point takeaway message. Drop the mic. When you find yourself stuck in your progress, nothing is coming about a result. I'm not seeing it, I'm not feeling it. I feel stuck. I'm a straight up example. I just went through a massive week or two of rider's block. Ah! just and it's in the block that the voices of dissent get really loud you weren't made for this you're not qualified for this you're just making a mess stop making a mess shut up come on <laughs> right and I was honestly even the voices of trying to please see because I am a writer I have written my works they may not be prolific, <laughs> but they are proficient. People can use them. In all my written work, it gets put to good use. So, I was getting caught up in my own criticisms of myself or the potential perceived made-up criticism of the people who might read this next book. The hounds of hell barking, swirling me about. But guess what? You want to know what snapped me out of it? You want to what put, put breath in the dry bones? Whoo, get ready. You guys, like, I got a burden. I got a picture for the woman who is hurting, for the one woman just one I'm not called to everybody that one woman that I know I know that I know that I know that I know that my words will change her life just her and when I see that woman right now shrinking back bitter stuck in pain emotionally physically, mentally. All I have to do is see her, and I want you to see this picture. Here's me sitting on the couch, kind of counting myself out. There's a push against the work. <laughs> and all around me, I hear critics. I'm circled, I have a 360 circle around me of critics, voices, accusing me, 
to keep me on the couch, to keep me doing nothing. Even when I'm doing something, telling me it's not doing anything, it's not doing anything. Those voices are barking, but out of the corner of my eye, on the other side of this wall of bodies circled around me, I see that person who's hurting. I catch her cowling in the corner. And you know what? It everything rises up inside of me and I charge through the wall to get after her, to go. I don't have time for your critics. I don't have time for your talking. And I get up off my feet and I go. <laughs> and I comfort her and I encourage her. And there is just no way I'm gonna sit it out. There's no way. You would have to kill me. That is a burden. Well done. <laughs> See, already there's a voice. Tongue, anytime you do the work, the voices come. I'm hearing the voice of, you're too much today. <laughs> he! That means I'm exactly what the world needs. I opened this today by telling you, you have to burn for something. Yes, it is Jesus. And he, he gets that. Don't worry. Don't worry about that. But because you see his eyes of fire, and in the reflection of his eyes, it's not just you, but a host of captives behind you. And he says, the nations, you can have it all. Keep your eyes on me, Elisa. And you will heal the hurt. So hear me. You will burn for something. Burn for someone. That's what Jesus did. He put himself on the cross for the joy set before him. So being a disciple means that you are willing to have your pride burn in the fire of God's glory so that others would burn and be set free. That their ropes that bind them would burn and they would not incinerate. <laughs> they would be set on fire with the love of God, His goodness and His glory. Come on. There's a quote by Harriet Tubman. I just love it. And she saved 300 slaves. 300 on her own accord. Just going back and forth and back and forth from freedom to captivity to grab some more. To take them on a treacherous trail out to freedom. They could die. Yeah, she could die. 
she burned with a burden. In the end of her life, she's told this. She says, I could have set more free if only they knew they were captives. <laughs> I could have set more free if only they knew they were captives that they're sitting down in a corner cowling with these weapons in a circle around them and they don't know that hey none of those weapons none of those weapons can prevail against you they're cork guns they're smoke bombs death where is your sting and there's another quote I love it says that those who do not move do not notice their chains Man, the minute in my mind I got off the couch and broke that barricade of the voices of dissent, the chains just came flying off. So I ask you, who do you burn for? If you're not sure, look at your story of pain. I have a friend who was a pregnant teen and she has been blessed in her life with great affluence, <laughs> prosperity, business, because she's lived her life according to the Bible, and now she serves pregnant teens. I have friends that were once alcoholics and addicts, and now they turn around and they go back and they get more captives. People in marriages that were falling apart, they go back and get more captives people addicted to pornography bound get free turn back and go get more captives so look around you who's close by and in need proximity proximity could be a part of this too we have a revelation wellness instructor came through training didn't know where she was going to teach realizes there's a prison literally next door to her she didn't think of anything prior to that realized I think I'm called the prison and to this day Vivian works with the prisoners people in senior centers who took care of their elderly parents lost them and now go turn around and go back get near the hurting and the heavy and you will find a load to carry if it's the right load it will only strengthen you thank you god for this message may our unbelief not get in the way of our rest may we pursue all of this by faith and not by works holy spirit rise in us pursuing things by faith in jesus name amen